This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we move further in our adventure in Acts with Moses Part 2, Moses Part 3, Tabernacle versus Temple, Stephen's Martyrdom and Prayer, and Philip Preaches in Samaria. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Holy God, holy and most gracious Father, our Father,
Chapter 18. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, Arise, and go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel. And the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to do. Then the word of the Lord came to me. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord? Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. If at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it, and if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I intended to do to it. And if at any time I declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it, and if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will relent of the good that I had intended to do to it. Now therefore, say to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am shaping disaster against you and devising a plan against you. Return every one from his evil way and amend your ways and your deeds. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. We pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. God's word for us this morning is taken from Jeremiah 18, where we read, Can I not do? That's God's word for us this morning. 
I am going to break you. Oh, you were looking for a happy intro. Oh, but let's go back to that. I am going to break you. Okay, a little scary when the Dean of Students says that. I'm going to break you. So much for a happy-go-lucky, trite, cliched sermon intro. But then again, the image we have today from Jeremiah, this image of a potter and the clay, is anything but trite. No, it's not the stuff for some cute Christian t-shirt or bumper sticker. In fact, it's absolutely terrifying. I am going to break you, God says. But why on earth would he need to break us, after all? The scary thing about Jeremiah 18 is it's written to theologians. Yes, it is written not to those ignorant outsiders, but misguided theologians who have twisted and perverted God's word to their will. Go back to Jeremiah 7, and Jeremiah has a rant, a harsh scolding. I'm going to break you because apparently you have used Isaiah to your own ends. Okay, it's a little awkward. He's actually after bad Isaiah theologians, and that just gets a little too personal for me. But there is a danger that we have here at the seminary. After all, we love our takes. We are smart people. Yes, we have all this great knowledge. We pontificate on and on. Let me show you exactly how things should be. Knowledge puffs up. After all, I know far more than the woman in my congregation who is suffering badly right now. Let me tell you how we'll fix everything and this culture war won't be a problem anymore. Let me go on YouTube, Twitter, or whatever social media you currently are using. Oh my, let me show you how smart I am. Arrogance, knowing we're in charge, just like the audience Jeremiah is targeting, we have the same problems. We want to be in control. We want to know things. And man alive, the danger of being a theologian is that we know almost too much, that we forget how limited we really are. Pride and self-control. But it's the great theologian C.S. Lewis who prays the following. He prays, from all my lame defeats and oh much more, from all the victories that I seem to score, from cleverness shot forth on thy behalf, at which while angels weep, the audience laugh, from all my proofs of thy divinity, thou who wouldst give no sign, deliver me. Thoughts are but coins, let me not trust instead of thee their thin-worn images of thy head. From all my thoughts, even my thoughts from thee, O thou fair silence fall and set me free. Lord of the narrow gate and the needles I, take from me all my trumpery, lest I die. I'm going to break you. It's a brutal word here, but in the word, of Jeremiah, there still remains hope. Hope not in our intelligence or our hot takes, our ability to remember when to cross ourselves and make sure our neighbor does the same. No, quite the contrary. 
It's in our recognition that we're broken people. Death interrupts, and all that stuff you thought you knew, suddenly you don't know as much as you do. You get called to the hospital bedside at a tragedy, and all the great images and language and Latin terms, who knows where it'll go. It's by being a broken people that God teaches us what it means to be dependent children. After all, that's what happens in our baptism. You are broken, you die, and are raised to new life. New life as a dependent creature. And we're constantly broken and constantly here again, not these wonderful trumperies, not these wonderful hot takes to prove ourselves better than our neighbor and perhaps even take control, but just those simple words, Jesus loves you. After all, the psalmist says, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. I am going to break you. Okay, not exactly the trite, cute intro you were expecting. This image of a potter is not the stuff for a cute Christian t-shirt. In fact, it re reminds us again and again who we are. We are actually God's people, God's broken people, that he continues to renew, that he continues to strengthen as a broken person dependent upon him, and he continues to shape, he continues to comfort, he continues to forgive until that day in which you as a broken person will be a person restored to new life in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.
I cry to you, O Lord. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with the will of the Spirit. My mouth is filled with your praise. And with your glory all the day. Every day I will bless you. And praise your name forever and ever. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness. O oh God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of our seas. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He redeems your life from the pit. And crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Hear my prayer, O oh Lord. Let my cry come to you. Let us pray. O oh God, because your abiding presence always goes with us, keep us aware of your daily mercies, that we may live secure and content in your eternal love. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, from your hand we receive all good gifts, and by your grace we are guarded from all evil. Grant us your Holy Spirit, that acknowledging with our whole heart your boundless goodness, we may now and evermore thank and praise you for your loving kindness and tender mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I thank you, my Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.